Pastor Victor Johnson, what is your revolution? Here's my revolution. I build a man. That man builds a family. That family builds a community. That community becomes a church. That's my revolution. That's my revolution. To interrupt, to intercept. Man, I love that. Vainless thoughts, endless communication, low-level thinking, um, no goal-driven, no purpose-driven to really implement something that's life-changing. That will extend even beyond your life expectancy. It's my revolution. That's my revolution. Can I have your attention for a moment? What's good, revolution? Welcome to the What's Your Revolution show, a show for men and the people who love them, where we discuss how men can find and embrace the revolution within themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Corpru. You know, I get excited to say these next three words, right? What's good? good Actually, good. two words. What's good, revolutionaries? What's good? What's How good? are you? I hope that you are well. It excites me to be able to ask that question of you each week. How are you? I'm hoping that, as we've said over the last couple of weeks, that you are finding light, that you are finding your communities, that you are finding your tribe, that you're getting out. Hopefully, you're also going out and getting vaccinated if you have not. We want our people to be safe, right? And if you're choosing not to get vaccinated, I'm, I'm not saying go, but if you're choosing not to be vaccinated, please continue to wear your mask. We want you to be safe. It has been a good time. Last week, we celebrated Juneteenth. And I want to give a shout out to my cycling crew because we did a celebration ride. They're my community. They're my people. And we wanted to make sure that we marked the celebration, right? Mark the the honoring of our ancestors as they moved out of the entrapment, the enslavement into a different life. We won't say a better life, but into a different life. But their, their blood, sweat and tears have gotten us to this place. And so we want to make sure that we honor their trials. We honor their tribulations, but we honor their, their ability to pass down their ability to be resilient in the face of adversity. And so it was really, really interesting to have these conversations. And I want to go back for a minute, right? We celebrated Juneteenth together. That was our celebration ride. But I want to give a shout out to Arthur Graham, Corey Doolittle, and Jahari Hemhill. Um, military royalty, right? Commander, Lieutenant Colonel, Colonel, all in their respective armed forces fields. And as we sat at my table for dinner last week it was an interesting conversation amongst men and you know we think when we get together each week we're on the bike and you know we take these pictures and and you know we we throw up the hooks and we have a really really good time together but many of us are still facing some things and what i realized in those moments right is that we as men need people to talk to and We've said that time and time again, but it was illuminated in that moment that we need people to talk to. And what I heard in that conversation with these very, very, very good men, right? Not even just good men of Omega, but very, very good men was their life stories, their life experiences, right? The things that they're facing, right? The things that the decisions that they have to make in life. How do they thrive, 
right? How in those moments of community revolutionaries that we could find ways to thrive together off the bike. And so I give a shout out to my dear friends. I give a shout out to all the brothers who cycle with us each week. All those good men of Omega, all those good men of of working in the world. Thank you for the tribe. Thank you for the community. Thank you for opening up yourselves because we do need people to talk to, not just to revel with. We need people to talk to, to open up to and be vulnerable. I want to give a shout out to John Mitchell and Paula Bowens of the JMU Black Alumni Association. They had me and some of my good friends, Dr. Rudy Jackson, Dr. B.J. Williams, one of my good friends from the JMU Male Academy days. We had this conversation about the soul of black men. And when we were actually prepping for this, we, we started talking about all of the trauma that black men face. And I actually spoke up. I was like, having this conversation is actually re-traumatizing me. <laughs> you know, it's actually re-traumatizing. I was like, because every day on MSNBC or CNN or Fox News, I'm hearing about what's going on with black folks. I'm hearing about what's going on with black folks, all of the trauma that we're experiencing. You know, I haven't even watched the George Floyd video, right? Because I cannot see the light go out of that man's eyes. But what I want to continue to talk about, because we know that those bears, those monkeys, those, those giant things are on our backs, on our shoulders every day. But we still have the opportunities to find ways to thrive, to find joy, right? To find, to find unmitigated ways of just reveling in life, to, to just be us, to be, as, as, as we say, our authentic selves. And I'm going to put a full stop there because when I say authentic selves, right, I have this wonderful opportunity to meet people at this wonderful place called Gather here in Virginia Beach. And I walked in one day, right? And I, I saw this brother, right? I, I saw this brother. First time I saw him, he was he was in a room and he had it, look, he had his video camera and had his light on, you know. And he was just talking. I was like, "Well, who is this? Who is this dude?" Right? So I didn't say nothing the first time. And so, but a couple more times, right? You know, you see a brother and ain't ain't a whole lot of us, right? So you you start you start giving the head nod, like, okay, I see you because. And let me give it. Let me get to say. Let's say this real quickly. Black men, we need to continue to give the head nod, right? The head nod is means I see you, right, in the space. I re, I respect that you're here with me, right? The head nod is symbolic of the collective, the collectiveness that we have as black men. So please continue, right? And if you don't incorporate it into your game, put it into your game because we need to make sure that we see each other. So me and this brother began to give the head nod, and then it was, the head nod went to a wave, like what, you know. And then I saw him out. I was like, you know, I gotta find out who this brother is. And so he introduced himself. He said, "I'm, I'm Pastor Victor Johnson," you know. And I was like, "Brother, what do you do?" And and the smile on his face, right? The smile, you know. And and then he began to speak. And you know when a pastor speaks, right? <laughs> you know when a pastor speaks, right? You're like, oh, wait a minute, right? There's the look it. It is it is oratory, right? you know what I'm saying? There's there's prose that comes out, right? And so that's what this brother did. So I want to introduce Pastor Victor Johnson, the the pastor of Revival Center Church here in Virginia Beach, to the What's Your Revolution show. What's going on, Pastor? How are you? I know I didn't give it a, as much justice as I'm going to give it in a few <laughs> minutes, but I'm just excited to have you on this show. What's going on with you, Pastor? Man, it's an awesome opportunity. I appreciate you, Charles, man, for even considering uh, to have a conversation. I'm, I'm the type of person, man, I, 
I'm good in the back seat. I'm good to support, shout you out, man, and celebrate you. Um, we're so grateful that we get to um, just have a, have a moment that you said earlier that we don't normally get to have. And that's uh, one thing that brothers don't do. We don't communicate. You know, we definitely internalize. But I'm so appreciative to uh, guys like you that are going the extra mile and creating those lanes and those spaces and platforms to give the voice to guys who are out here vicariously living um, through other individuals, which really they can really lean and live on themselves. So, but I'm great, man. I'm good. I already feel the, the, the push man from you and, and the passion coming simply um, in an introduction. So I can only imagine what the meal is going to be like uh, if, if that was the first course. Uh, we so. it, brother. We <laughs> Look, you know, you know, I, I want to ask this. Let's let's just let's just jump into this because I, I want my people to get a feel, right? I want I, I want them to get a feel of you before we even dive into the topics that we talked about. I want them to get because revolutionaries. I want you to hear this man for a second, right? Just 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 listen to the power that he's about to bring to you. And I'm simply going to ask you this question: Who is who is Victor Johnson? Oh man! Yeah, simple, wow. that's that wow. simple question. Who is Victor Johnson? <laughs> yeah, you know. And that and man, to start it off right there, I think that's a major undertaking because a lot of us spend times and days um, going after things that we were never purposed to do, all because we have uh, been victims of identity theft. Um, there, there's a book I read from a great author. He's gone now, Miles Monroe. He says that the tragedy of a guy or a man of a woman is not when they die. The tragedy comes when they would have spent years on the planet never walking into the person or the personality that they've been called to do. And so when you start off a conversation by asking me who I am mentally, I go back into events and occurrences um, that really brought me to the killing of the giant moment. Right. Mm. Um, but Victor, and I say it all the time, pastoring is what I do, right? Grace by God to do it. Victor is who I am. Victor is this guy, man. It's just the life of the party always have been, um, a guy that loves hard, a guy that dreams big guys that a guy that lives limitless, um, because of what he believes, thinks, feels, and what he's driven by. I, I really believe I speak to a lot of people and let them know you be, based on how you believe. So Vic dreams big, man. He believes big. He hopes for big. Um, Vic is the husband of an amazing wife, man. I just got chill bumps when I talked about it. It's almost like when I say a name, it's almost like the hyena calling on uh, uh, Mufasa. You know what I'm saying? I can't talk about that. 20 years of marital bliss to the same woman. And it's like we started dating yesterday. Wow. Um, and um, she's the mother of our amazing four children, three girls, one boy, uh, one young man coming into his power of his person. And so uh, Vic, man, he's a community guy. Um, he ex he extends himself. He's the guy that wants to save the world. Um, he's the guy that sees the good in everybody because shameless plug, there is good in everybody. Um, he looks beyond people's persona and he's able to see potential, right? Vic is a guy you want to have in your call list. You want to have the contacts. He's an accountability partner, right? He's always going to hold you accountable to not the problem, but the potential that's in you. So that's who Victor is, man. He's a musician. He's a singer. 
Um, he's a believer. He loves God. He loves Jesus. He loves people. He's in the people business, right? <laughs> Anything that has to do with people, you better know Victor Johnson is going to be a part of it. That's who I am, man. Look, uh, look, hey, bro, look, can you be my hype man? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Vic, can you be my, like, that is a, that is an amazing thing. Like, look, look, I could be like, done. <laughs> like, done, cut. Um, Pastor, that, that, that's amazing. You know, because what I, what I see, and I'm, I'm, I, what I see in you is this joy. Wow, you know, and we've got this—you know—we've we, got this hashtag Black Boy Joy, right? Yeah. And oftentimes we don't—we don't actually, you know, see that in in real That's person, good. like live and as we used to say, Rick, right? Live and in color, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Live and that that, right. that joy that 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 chills that we get when somebody says, "I'm a people person," right? I hope big, I dream big, I live yeah. big, and that's. Yeah. Interestingly, Pastor, what I saw when I met you, right? Wow. Because, and, and, wow. and revolutionaries, let me say this right here. It's not that you walk into this room and you see Pastor and he's this gregarious, huge personality, right? What you get is this really big, humble personality. Wow. And there's a difference. There's a, there's a difference. I will gravitate to a big, humble personality than a big, gregarious personality that wants everybody, right? Wants mm, everybody yeah. to say, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. No, but Vic, you weren't in the room saying, look at me, look at me, right? <laughs> yeah. But your behavior, yeah. right? Your aura, your personality said, you know what? Gravitate over to me, brother. Let's build this relationship, right? Gravitate over here, right? Let's yeah. talk to each other. That's good. We we need more brothers like this who say out in the world, "Look, I am here for you. I am your accountability partner. I'm the yeah. number that's look. I'm the number that's on your call, right? On look, <laughs> one number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just long press this yeah. one number, and I'm right here for you. You know, yeah. we need more people like that. Vic, I love that story. But here, my revolution is going to ask you, like, ask him this question. Ask him this question. <laughs> How do you get there? How did you get here? Right? Mm. Told me this story, right, of who you are. Wow. Right. Wow. But I see this. Yeah. I see the sun. But yeah. there's always yeah. a story behind how you got here. How did you get here? Uh, I, I love that man and it's crazy because I was telling the church this on Sunday like and, I, and I'm like I know y'all always see me smiling y'all always see me this bundle of joy but don't get it twisted I'm, 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 I'm we're in the same storm we're just on a different boat and I, I've just purposed my life to simply believe I literally I know there's a statement like I wrote a song about it like the here you go <laughs> I, I literally wrote a song called I choose to believe it's on iTunes right now uh, recorded live two years ago a uh, shameless plug uh, but um, it's 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 a lifestyle that I've determined to to live I, I did I position myself and I discipline myself to see the good to see the God in every situation. So how did I get there? I didn't come out the womb like that, right? Life has a way of teaching you how to live, right? I, I, you can have dreams, hopes, and aspirations which you need, but you best to rest assured that life is going to challenge 
every level of your living. All right. And I'm able to really lean into some areas because I had to journey through. Um, And you said, how do you get there? I've been dealing with something for the last, I would say at least 14 days and just think tanking it and and tabling it and and just grabbing some other guys to think about it. And let me hit you with it uh, because you are a thinker. There's really no place called there. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Let's just lean on this. Right on the table. There's no place there. So if you tell yourself, I want to be in six months, this, right. That's your, platform that's your measuring line that's the goal to be there in six months once you arrive okay i hear what you're saying about the preachers what let me chill out i love it once you once you arrive there right you don't stop ask every millionaire when they made their first million did they stop the goal was to make a million they got there but they haven't stopped Inside of every last one of us, there is this hunger for more. No matter what you focus on, whether it's a short term or a long term goal, once you meet the destination, you're still going to want more. That's a that's a God given trait that nobody can deny. I like to call it a divine dichotomy. (laughs) It's beautiful and dangerous at the same time. time. Tell that story, boy. It's beautiful because it represents something from an eternal God that cannot be denied, right? But it's also dangerous because that same ability will cause me to choose against the gift giver. Yeah. And I will platform at a place where I should be expanding all because I'm trying to get there. Right. Life has proven to me and shown me of a certainty that everything that you're going to become, there's going to be a lane that you're going to have to run through. Experience is going to be the thing that's going to give you the attribute that other people will benefit from. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Run that back. The key point that you just said, there, there. Look, to get to where you're going, there's got to be a lane that you have to choose to run through. Yes, and I, I say that, I say that because we're going to be challenged with multiple lanes, right? Yes, like I, you know, I've been training for a triathlon and my mm. second triathlon this year, and when I go to the pool, there's the slow lane. Right, mm. right, right. Yeah. There's, there's, there's the slow lane, there's the medium lane, and then yeah. there's the fast lane, right? And I know that to get better, right, to get better, I need to be in the fast lane. Mm. But it's so easy. But like, you know, I'm a little tired today. The body's a little aching today. You know, <laughs> my mind, I, I'm a little groggy. You know what I'm saying? I think I yeah. might want to get in the slow lane. Yeah. But what you're saying yeah. that the, what you're saying is that I need I need to choose and most oftentimes I do choose. But there's going to be a difficult lane that we're going to have to flow through. Right? To, flow through, to get there. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's the revolution right there. 
right? Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be challenged by these multiple lanes, and you're gonna see, right? And that lane is going to be, as Robert Frost said, the road not traveled, right? Let's, let's bring it in here, right? That yeah. that lane is gonna be a little rocky. The guardrails may not be there. That, look, you might have to take a donkey. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because your Maserati or, or Panamera or that Audi A6 is not going to get you there, right? You're going to have to get on some different means yeah. to get there. That's the revolution. And what you're saying, and, uh, and hopefully to divulge a little bit more, is that you chose some difficult lanes. Is that what you're saying, I, Pastor? I've always chosen the lane that's unusual, outside of my scope, outside of the parameters by which I've been culturally positioned and control to lean in. I've always been a, I've always been the person to think outside of the box, right? That's the only way. Okay, let me put it like this: Our culture teaches us to be comfortable. We are. We have this terminology, creatures <laughs> of comfort, right? Right. Yes. Our culture wants to to deprogram us from a natural ability, God given that nobody gave us. Mm. Let me put it like this. The chair you are sitting in right now was never a chair. It was a tree. But a creative saw a chair out of the tree. That's why you're sitting in the chair. Mm. But what the culture produces and it's dumbing us down is not to be the creative beings that gives us the, the power and ability to do the hard thing. We would rather not be stimulated by challenge. Let's just play with COVID for a minute, right? Let's just play with COVID. COVID proved, right? COVID didn't change a lot of people's commitments. COVID revealed it. Mm. Mm. COVID didn't change a lot of people's confession. It just revealed if they was really about it or not. COVID didn't create creators. It just made them and gave them a palette to do and produce what was always in them. Right. But we're never given an opportunity. Listen, necessity breeds creativity. And innovation. There it is. When we need it and nobody else has it, we're going to create it. Man. Right? Yes. 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 I read this article this morning that <laughs> last year, the number of millionaires went up by 5.2 million in a, pan, in a, in a pandemic. Doing- right. <laughs> right. And look, I am all about this conversation about income disparity in our country. I am all about this, right? I mean, look, both of us grew up black and male in this country. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, my mom, look, I I grew up on liver and onions and cheese. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. And nabs, right? (laughs) Straight up. All all the things. Yeah. But what the pandemic has taught me and many of us, as you said, is that there was a necessity. If you thought about this as as the mother mother of opportunities for innovation, 5.2 5.2 million millionaires were made last year in That's, the midst of a pandemic. How does that happen? And we can have the conversation about in, income inequality. Right. But thinking about how do we innovate our lives? What are the difficult lanes? Innovation, right? Innovation. What comes out of trying times? Innovation, right? And I hear you so much about 
creature comforts. If you sat in discomfort last year, yeah, right. And we've talked about like we've talked about the tragedy over six hundred thousand dead. We don't want to dismiss that absolutely at all. Like we don't want to dismiss right the tragedies of of loss of life. But for those of us who are here, right, who had to travel that road of mourning loved ones, what can come out of that? What comes out of that? And when I say 5.2 million people added to me, made a, became millionaires last year, we've got yeah. to learn, we've got to learn and, and move forward around how do we innovate our lives and how does that innovation for us monetize, how can we monetize that innovation? Now, here's the challenge, right? In the next, I would say, year or so, a lot of the necessities that were created as a result of a pandemic are not going to be as needed. Here is the fast lane, right? Because you can no longer swim in the lane of necessity. When we needed it, you produced it. Right. Now we've shifted. And now COVID, though it's not totally gone, you're starting to see it kind of filtered that it's not the first breaking news report on CNN. Right. So you're going to have to have your pivot to extend what you started. Tell the story. And I love Preach. the fact that you brought Preach. in other individuals. Here's this. There is always a cost to creativity. You said, let's not lessen over the 600,000 people that died, five of which are my family included. Somebody has to die in order for destiny to be fulfilled. Mm. Nothing is free. You cannot stay in the slow lane, hoping and wishing that the very answer to the problem, which is you, comes to the other individual. You have to pray as if God is the only one that can answer, but you got to work like you're the only one that can make it happen. Mm, mm. Faith without works is dead. You got to work it, bro. <laughs> I said this last night. You got to do something. Mm. Faith, doing nothing, not an option. That's off the table, right? If you've ever considered faith, if you've ever read about faith, if you've ever heard about faith, doing nothing is not option. Not an option. Not an option. You, 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 you cannot. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, no, no, man. no, 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 no. All, all I'm saying is that you, you talked about something has to die for destiny to appear. Mm. Right. And I, I, I have to say this and my revolutionaries have heard me say this before is that. To be the better version of yourself, because like you said, we, we don't all, we don't get there like right. right. Best is a, best is 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 a, an approach and it is an attempt. Right. Mm -hmm. So to continually being the better version of yourselves, you have to kill off every <laughs> other version. <laughs> yes. Right. You have yeah. to be, you know, and, and I hate to use this analogy, but it's the best way. You have to stand on the dead versions of yourself to be that better versions, right? You have to pull apart the best versions of yourself and continue filling those in and let the pieces of you that are horrible, that are detrimental, that are deleterious to you, they must die. Yes. 
they must die. And I said this to this young brother the other day. I was in, in a room full of, of, of luminary men. And I was, I'm like, how did I even get into this room? And, and we were pouring into this young <laughs> brother who just turned 21. And I was telling him my story. And, you know, my line brother kind of my line brother kind of looked at me and said, you know, yeah, I, I've been the, I, the, I know you. And I said, I looked back at him. I said, well, I'm standing on top of that version of me now. Yeah. You know, I chose another, yeah. I chose another lane. It is, it's not easy being in this lane. Not, it, it is not an, it is not an easy lane. There, there, look, there are a ton of lonely nights in this lane, but, yes, sir. but ultimately this better version of me, this, this has chosen this lane because ultimately I want to stand on top of this, not alone. Yeah. And healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we destiny and innovation comes when we have to kill things off within ourselves. And so yeah. I, I, I love this. Pastor, I want to I want to broach this conversation because I know it ultimately time will run out on us. As yeah. I said last night, I was in a conversation with um, some outstanding young brothers as we talked about the soul of black men. And oftentimes when I when when I get together with a group of black men and we have this conversation around soul, religion and spirituality are not a part of that conversation. Yeah. How do we encourage men to openly talk about their spiritual journeys? And if they're not on that walk, how, do, how can we, I don't want to say push someone, right. but how do we open their minds to spiritual walk uh, I'm glad that you uh, presented that um, it's pretty much the core of how I represent ministry um, I've been in church a long time right grew up in it I I say all the time my brothers and my I have an older brother and a younger sister I told them we were drug addicts drug addicts as young children right because we were drugged to Sunday school we were drugged <laughs> to choir rehearsal we were drugged to fish fries we were drugged to be, listen anytime the church doors over we were drugged so we were drugged we were covered drug addicts right so just to give you a basis of background in terms of 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 Christian walk on my father's side stone roman stone catholics right um on my mother's side uh baptist uh my parents grew up and and raised us pentecostal um i now pastor a non-denominational church so there's not a lane of of religion or relationship that i can't grab you from with those perspectives i've seen poor presentations good bible but bad doctrine that have damaged people's ability to even trust lean in or even want to learn about this god thing right and my purpose uh, um, from my presentation of god is i, I want to be able to display so much of a reality that it's undeniably captivating to you that you will have to engage and ask me how what why is it possible right we've done a poor job in presenting a gospel of simplicity for our own prideful strategic planning mm. which is poor in presentation there have been people who've devalued the power of platform 
because of their insignificance of their own personalities. Wow. I've seen it, right? And so now you have a Victor Johnson who would be moved and challenged to plant a ministry in a vibrant city in a time and season of a pandemic. What are you going to say, sir, that's going to make me want to engage in something that right now looks so frivolous, right? This is the mental battle that I go through every time I present because personally I see it as this word that I'm going to give can either push a man to suicide or it'll produce salvation. Right. And that's the look, that's a wide, that's a that's wide, and you have to bring it that not only a 60 year old can capture it, but a six year old can respond. Right. Hmm. So Again, how do we a wide exactly <laughs> right? So how do you do it? You know what I do? I take myself out of the picture. Mm. You ain't seeing me. Excuse my French. You ain't gonna see me because I'm I, I'm I am limited. I am limited in my scope. Right? I said every day. I have a people. We are we are imperfect people who have the audacity to show up every week to a perfect system mm -hmm. looking to be perfected. So what, what I do personally is I even started, I know you can sit in the background now. Um, it's a thing I've called the journey, right? It's a, in, it's, it's, it's not, I normally do stuff on Facebook live, Instagram, Roku TV, Apple TV, you know, all things revival center, but this room I've, I've made it that it's invite only. Right. Not that I'm keeping everybody out, but I don't want to publicize it, that it becomes another preaching platform, mm. if you will. OK. All right. Right. You got so many people out on Facebook right now that's just got a free platform and they just they got a gun with a with bullets and had had no training. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So I don't want this to be another platform of, oh, that's one of them again. But it's a platform where I am purposely. Uh, uh, dissecting every bad doctrine, every ambiguity, ambiguity of of concept of religion relationship. Um, I, I'm going through every uh, thing that would challenge you about God. Who is He? What is He? How is He work? Is He person? Is He a figment of my imagination? Is He the man upstairs? And I am literally slow walking every Wednesday. I give you 45 minutes for, for talk and 15 minutes for Q&A because I want every person, you will never have an opportunity to say no one told me. Mm. And it's a platform that's open to the public. I'm, listen, I don't care who you are. If, if you want to know this, if you really want to know about if this thing is real, Listen, you get the Zoom link, you send an email, and 7 o'clock, we, we rock it. There you go. And I'm not coming up there being dogmatic and theologically savvy. Sir, I understand I'm dealing with lives that want to know what's up. Right, right. As Bro, I'm 50. Listen, I'm 60. What I'm doing ain't working. It's got to be more shoot your shot, right? <laughs> right? So it... That's an interesting thing, Pastor, because, you know, I'm, I'm really vulnerable on the show as I... As I look for my place, right? As I as yeah. I look for a, a spiritual home for me, for myself, 
You know, what's the doctrine that's going to sit with me that feels that feels like this is my home and I've been searching, right? I've been searching that this feels like this feels like me because I I, like like you, I, I grew up a drug addict. You know, yeah. I, I grew up, you know, yeah. My, yeah, right. I was in church every Sunday. Right. Yes, sir. Right. I was in choir rehearsal every, every Wednesday as a child. We went to vacation Bible school. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> vacation. Bible. We went to revival. <laughs> you know, revival. Yes, sir. So that that being being drugged, too. And so, you know, since, you know, since, once I got out of the nest. Right. Yeah. I have been doing my own thing because I felt like it. I, I didn't. I didn't choose that life. Right. You know, and so wanting to find something that I choose. And I've tried a, a, yeah. a, a couple of things, but wanting to find this space where, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, look, look, where where it does provide me a little bit of comfort, but it does also provide yeah. me with a little bit of challenge. Yes, like, sir. You know, it's like a fur coat when I need it to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it, but it's also a windbreaker when I don't need it to be. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And so, yeah. And, and and so that that's the thing. I think we don't have these conversations around finding you know or exercising our spirituality as men. I don't. Yeah. At least for me, I'm not in those spaces. And I want to find it more of a conversation ar- around this where it doesn't feel like, and, and maybe this yes. is me, this is me, and this is my, maybe this is my, my, my blind spot where it doesn't feel too preachy to me. Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And, 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 and that's why, because you know, and the reason why we don't have these conversations because too, too long we've always, and I say we, because I accept responsibility of being an orator of scripture and, and representing this platform. I'll never be the guy of like, oh, that's them. This is me. No, I understand where the issue is. I'm not here to state the problem. I want to be the solution. We've too long talked at people. We, my issue was you always told me what not to do, but you gave me no directives or steps as to how not to do them. Right. I know why it is wrong. You know, I, I know that it is wrong, but tell me why. And and, and the generation that we're in today, they want to know why. why. They want to know why. Right? We, we're not doing that. Don't do as I don't do as I do. Do as I say. That's out the door. That's gone. No, ma, I'm, I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, watch. dad, you you, like, you, mo- you modeled this. You right, modeled like this. like dad. You 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 know you quit. You, I'm no, I'm. I'm watching you. Right. And, 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 and that was my thing. Like, and and I'm always vulnerable. I love living out loud. Right. I had an issue in my marriage. Right. That I know you can't tell now, but I didn't communicate. It was crazy. Right. My wife would say, you'll be an amazing man on a platform, saving the world, talking to the world. And you come home and you're mute. Hmm. And what I thought romance and conversation was to her is to bring home flowers, come home with some K jewelers and she good. Mm-mm. But romance to her was girl, what was your day like? <laughs> but I came from a culture of men that didn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. I got uncles that are on the fifth try. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I, I got a father that's trying a third time. So the essence of that trend and culture, 
as you said, somebody got to die. Somebody got to get off the wheel. Yeah. Right. If we want to go forward, I don't want to stay on the, tra- I can't stand the treadmill today. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it gives me the false sense of reality. Like I'm going somewhere, but all I got to do is hit a button and I'm back at the same place that I started. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're going to introduce how it really works, because let's be clear, we are the image of God and he plays a major role. Not as, not as it has been presented. He is not this control freak that, that, that disables you from living and coattails you and controls you. That's the power of his relationship. But nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about we that. We talk at, he will kill you. <laughs> Fire and brimstone, we, we right? We're getting a sermon here today, Revolution. You feel me? I so feel why, you. You, why, why you want me to sit? First of all, I got to sit there six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Man, be in church. Well, be in, you, be you a drug out all day in church. You didn't, drug me? Me for, you didn't drug me for six hours here? Man, well, get you to tell me get, what I already know. Right. Right. So I, I, I'm in this. Hey, hey, man, that's where I'm, I'm just that's where I'm at. My no, presentation no, I, is to represent it. And that's how we're going to get to these guys. No, that guy's I, coming, man. Yeah. That's, I don't do church. I don't I don't. But something about you that I'm driven to. And I take advantage of that moment and introduce and present the gospel and Christ and the spiritual side of who we are yeah. at a whole different perspective. And I appreciate that. Look, and, and my revolutionaries, look, what you've heard today. <laughs> always man I, I, this is divine because it, it is interesting who you meet the process that you have with him getting them here to this show and then what they the knowledge and information that they drop right pastor it's interesting that my revolutionaries tell me wow you know I heard this or I internalized this or this just made me think or this created my revolution right mm. that's why I do wow. this show right because I get to interview great luminary thinkers like yourself and what this does is that i realized that this work will live on in perpetuity Mm. you know that's good yeah we think about this a hundred years from now right somebody because the internet's not going anywhere it's not it's not (laughs) right a hundred years from now somebody can listen to this show that's my legacy this is your legacy right now this is my legacy that somebody can say you know who is this Dr. Charles Corpru? Well, you know, he was he asked this question, what's your revolution? And then he interviewed mm. a thousand people, you know what I'm saying, over the course That's of his true. life. And what I took away from these answers, you know, and 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 that that leads me to this question because we got to we've got to run Pastor Victor Johnson, what is your revolution? Well, listen, I I I see um Here's my revolution. I build a man. That man builds a family. That family builds a community. That community becomes a church. That's my revolution. To interrupt, to intercept veinless thoughts, endless communication, low-level thinking, um, no goal driven, no purpose driven to really implement something that's life changing that will extend even beyond your life expectancy. Wow. wow. It's my revolution. 
Man, I love that. I love that. Revolutionaries, it is always a wonderful conversation to talk to black men doing dope black stuff, right? Dope black <laughs> men doing dope black stuff. And you know, stuff is using that the word that I say, but <laughs> we, will have, we will have respect for the good pastor here. <laughs> Revolutionaries, as we begin to sign off, I wish you well. That's good. I love you. And Pastor, I thank you for your time, for your affection, right? For your patience, you. for the opportunity to spend this time learning from you. You know, where can my revolutionaries find your work? How can they find Listen, you? Listen, man, um, I'm, I'm making it possible that anybody, anytime, anywhere um, on demand can plug in. Um, we're all things social media. You can find us Revival Center or Victor Johnson on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, uh, Roku TV, Apple TV. Um, you can download our app, Revival Center app. Um, there's content um, on there. Again, I want to make sure that I don't care what time of the day, um, know what position you are in life or what culture creed you come from. There's something um, that you can plug into that's going to challenge you and also comfort you. At the same time, we are the Revival Center. We are intentional to implement, influence, and impact one family, one community at a time. Man, I love that. I love that. And revolutions are not supposed to be easy, right? They're not supposed to be comfortable. Let me say that again to you. Revolutions are not supposed to be easy, and they're not supposed to be comfortable. That's why we ask you this question. Where are you going to find your discomfort, right? But pastor saying that he's got the road right he can get you to the fast lane to help you find your peace we wish you well this week i love you as i said and i want you to always be able to answer what we think is the most thought-provoking question of your life what's your revolution everyone take care i'll talk to you soon peace 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 that's the revolution that's the revolution that's the revolution peace